Welcome to the Enter the Kingdom podcast, where our goal is to equip listeners with the tools they'll need to not only enter the kingdom of heaven here and now, but remain in the kingdom that Jesus ushered in 2,000 years ago. I'm your host, Harrison Watson, and in 2018, God called me out from the world for this purpose and many others. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. All right, welcome to the eighth episode. I almost said seventh, but this is the eighth episode of the Enter the Kingdom podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Watson. Um, today, I think this one's going to be pretty short, and there's there's a purpose for that, um, because I want us to really focus our efforts over the next week, kind of preparing for what we're going to talk about over the you know next few episodes. Um, it became abundantly clear to me. Uh, somebody shared this with me, and um, after reading it, you know, it really did become abundantly clear that the letters that we have from James to Jude, these letters were written to us, the people in this era, to prepare us so that we would know what we would need to be doing just before the book of Revelation. And it's no surprise that these are the last letters before the book of Revelation comes. From James to Jude are epistles. You've got the epistles of Paul uh, that, that are before that. James comes directly after the book of Hebrews. And when you read through them, what you'll come to understand and see is that these are instructions that the people who lived and walked by Jesus told us we would need to focus on to be able to prepare for what's coming in the book of Revelation. That's what this episode is about. This episode is the, the canary in the coal mine. That's what this is meant to be. This is meant to be the message that comes immediately before the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Does that mean he's coming tomorrow or in a few hours? I have no clue. And if you find anybody who says that they know the day or the hour, you know that they're a liar. But I can tell by the signs of the times, the season that we're in is that season. And so we need to focus our efforts on doing the things that we need to do to prepare ourselves for that period. Now I want to speak to something directly. The church, there are some, you know, who believe in uh, pre-tribulation rapture and post-tribulation rapture. Uh, if you're first off, if you're not familiar with what the rapture is, you'll you won't actually even find the term in the Bible rapture. But uh, Paul in Thessalonians talks about uh, how the church will be caught up into the air. And that word in the Greek is rapturo, so that's why we call it the rapture, the rapture of the church. But the church today, I've, I've seen tons of well-respected pastors who are, I think, dangerously giving people confidence in a pre-tribulation rapture. I don't know when it's going to happen. I'm not, God hasn't given me the, it's possible that it'll come in phases. 
In fact, I think that there's probably more evidence to suggest that it will come in phases. But for people to put all of their hope in the fact that they are going to be taken before the worst event in the history of mankind comes to fruition, the, the tribulation and the great tribulation, I think is pretty dangerous. Pretty dangerous. And so, you know, what we need to we need to stop thinking about the tribulation as like this period of awfulness. It is that. I mean, the Bible explains it. It's not, it's not a good time. But I think how we need to think of it is like this. The moment that you accepted Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, and you chose to submit, God immediately started refining you. Now, God can get you to a certain level, but the Bible tells us that we're supposed to be prepared. The bride is supposed to be prepared to receive the bridegroom. We're to be a church prepared. What does that mean? Well, listen to the parable of the, of the wedding feast. All right, so you can find the parable of the wedding feast that I'm talking about here. You can find it in Matthew 22. It's verses 1 through 10. I'm going to go ahead and read it. And then we'll talk about it real quick. But what Jesus is talking about is he's talking about us in this time and about being prepared. All right, so Matthew 22, 1 through 10. This is the New King James Version that I'm reading. And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding. And they were not willing to come. Again, he sent out other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fatted cattle are killed, and all things are ready. Come to the wedding. But they made light of it, and they went their ways, one to his farm, another to his business. And the rest seized his servants, treated them spitefully, and killed them. But when the king heard about it, he was furious, and he sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers, and burned up their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore, go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both good and bad, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. I think I said that it was Matthew 22, 1 through 10. It's actually Matthew 22, 1 through 14. This part in particular is what we're talking about as it relates to this. So, you hear this a lot. Oh, let's make heaven full. The best we can do, if all we're doing is inviting people, and you see the church today, it's inviting a lot of people to the wedding feast. That's a beautiful thing. How much of the church is also making sure that they have on their wedding garment? That means being prepared for the wedding feast. You'll see that both good and bad have been invited to the wedding feast. 
And Jesus is likening this whole thing to the kingdom of heaven. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Friends, the reason I want us to focus over these next few weeks on James through Jude is because they're talking about... Jesus has plenty to say about preparation, but these letters are written from James to Jude, to us. The whole Bible is obviously for us. But I mean, these letters specifically are written to the people who are in the season that we're in. And I'll show you next week how we can know that. But if, you're, if you believe, and all you're doing now is just waiting for Jesus to come back and to take you into the air, and you're not preparing? I mean, there's plenty that Jesus said about how that's not right. And there's plenty that his disciples said, too. You can talk about the parable of the virgins. There were the wise virgins and, and the unwise virgins. All of them got to the place where they were prepared to receive the king, or so they thought. Or to see, receive the bridegroom, or so they thought. But there were only a certain handful of those virgins who actually had oil for their lamp to be able to go into the wedding feast. Jesus is trying to make it plain. The Bible is trying to make it plain. It's more than just accepting Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. It's more than the forgiveness of your sins. It's about the process of purification. It's about walking through the fire. The book of Revelation talks about how those who came out of the tribulation, I think this is 7, 14 through 16. Let me, let me get to it. Revelation 7, 14 through 16. Yeah. The, the section in the New King James Version, this is actually 7, 9 through 16. This section is subtitled, A Multitude from the Great Tribulation. So again, these are, these are people who are in the Great Tribulation. After these things, I'm going to start at verse 9, 7, 9. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could number, all of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne, and the elders and the four living creatures fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes and where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who came out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God 
and serve him day and night in his temple, and and he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. They shall never they shall neither hunger any more, nor thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any heat, for the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to the living fountains of water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. You know, that's a an, an amazing promise. But chapter seven is after chapter 6, where we're talking about the seals being opened. The Lamb, Jesus, is the only one who is worthy to open the scroll. Revelation 5. Revelation 6 gets into the opening of these, and these seals are the beginning of the tribulation. And so, why I'm saying this to you, and we we are going to cut it short here, because I want you to, after this, Read James through Jude this week. Read it at the pace that God tells you to. Don't just don't just you know sprint through it to get prepared. Take time with God and read them. And I want to walk us through what we need to be doing in order to prepare ourselves, to purify ourselves, so that we may be able to be the ones who are lucky enough to make it out of the tribulation. And have our robes be made white. This says by the blood of the Lamb. Jesus gave us, because of his blood, the ability to walk through this fire. No man before had ever done it, before Jesus did it. He's given us the way. He's given us the truth. He's given us the life. He's shown us the way. Now we have to live it. That's all I have for today. I want to pray for you, and I want to, again, we need to read James, the book of James, through Jude, and then we're going to start going over them over the next couple weeks. Father, I thank you so much. There's so much more that needs to be said here, but you told me to keep it short and sweet, and and to get people focused on reading these books so that over the next weeks you can help break chains off of us. Father, I ask that you, I humbly come before you and I, and I ask for your forgiveness for the things that I have done that are not in alignment with you. I ask that you would cover me with the blood of Jesus, that you would cover my sin with the blood of Jesus, and that you would take back any ground that I've given up to the enemy as a result. Help me, Father. Please help me and help us. As we go through this process, Together, help us to become more like you so that we can be one with you. As Jesus is one, and we are meant to be one as well. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today on the Enter the Kingdom podcast. If today's message was an encouragement to you, please consider sharing it with someone whom you think it might encourage. Also, make sure to subscribe for free to our podcast and join us every Monday, God willing, as we continue on our journey together. God bless. We'll see you next Monday.